0: Surely the presence of the Lord has been in this place, and um, aren't you grateful for that? and the opportunity to preach this meeting with the caliber of men that I will have shared this pulpit with I think brother Booker preached that message because I was a little confused Not an elder, and I don't feel like I'm wise. But thank you, Brother Booker. God uses worms, <laughs> and, uh, I feel better about it. I do feel like that the Lord has given me a word to give to you to close this meeting with. I had someone waiting on me uh, a time, short time back after a service standing over to the side. Um, typically, I've got my eyes open and I'm very observant. If I had seen this person um, and picked their spirit up, I would have I would have avoided them. But the way the crowd was that night, I was in front of this person, and they were in my face in a very accosting manner and the point of this man's accusation was that I was brainwashed and I couldn't agree with him anymore And I hope before I'm finished here tonight, because he had a problem, Brother Godair, with my audaciousness that night. I hope when I'm finished here tonight that Jesus will help us to all be brainwashed. Because the true battle is in the brain. That's where the battle's at. With that in mind, Numbers chapter 13. Thank you, Brother and Sister Mayo, Cornerstone Church. We honor you and we appreciate your apostolic leadership. Numbers chapter 13. Numbers chapter 13, and I'd like to begin reading with verse number 30. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it. For we are, someone say we are, shout well able. well able that's pretty good but you can do better shout well able, well, able. to overcome it Overcoming. but the men that went up with him said does matter who you're hanging out with I mean, the only way you go from we are able to we are grasshoppers is who they were hanging with. The two, as far as I'm concerned, the two biggest players in this whole deal as far as us having revival is what's going on in our head and heart and who we're hanging out with. I don't believe in isolation. I believe it's dangerous. I believe it'll make you weird. But I do believe sometimes you're better off to be by yourself. But the men that went up with him said, we are not able. We be not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we." Interestingly enough, the Bible says that the report that they brought up was an evil report. Negativity is not of God. The land though which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof, and all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And there we saw the giants, the son of Anak, which come of the giants and we were in our own sights or in our own sight as grasshoppers and so we were in their sight i want you to look at your neighbor and i want you to ask him this question who said who said Who said? Where did that report come from? Who sent that text message? How did that get in their inbox? I see no servant in scripture. I see no servant. I see no servant of Anak coming and letting those spies know, hey, we think you're a bunch of grasshoppers. Is it in there? Who said? Now, I want to preach tonight for a little while, and I do believe God's given me this for this, not just for this meeting, but for his people in the next several months. And this might kind of set you back, but just hear me out. I want to preach tonight from this thought. I'm a quitter. I thought you trusted me. Now here comes the real test. I'm fixing to have you tell your neighbor. And we're gonna see how much you trust me. I want you to tell your neighbor that you're a quitter. Say I'm a quitter. I just seen Brother Godair say he was a quitter. I didn't think he had it in him, Brother Holmes. Now, before you're seated, let me explain this. Okay, let me explain this. When we get into this, you're probably going to say, well, he pro- he should have used the word overcomer. No, there's a difference between a quitter and an overcomer. I- I've seen Brother Booker, he, he- at times, he, he- and-, and I just, Hardness, but I I, I know he feels like we're picking on him, but this is just too good not to share. I've seen him at times quit fried chicken. Uh, There's a difference between quitting and Overcoming. No, 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 no. I've seen him overcome fried chicken. Let me explain. I was there preaching and he was on some crazy diet and it just tickled me. He was eating bananas and peanut butter. You remember that? Some nut from I don't know where got you eaten and you were really going to lose some weight. And I watched him suffer through this Sunday night after church. And Brother Frost, Monday, when he picked me up for lunch, he had a bucket of chicken there. On See, he he overcame fried chicken, but he didn't quit it. In my mind, there's a difference between an overcomer and a quitter. If you overcome something, there's still... I've overcome cupcakes, but I haven't quit them yet. I think there's a lot of things that we've overcome, but I think the Spirit is saying it's time for us to move beyond just overcoming some things. When you quit it, it's no longer a temptation. It's no longer a thought. When you quit something, it's not going to get you anymore. It's not something you entertain. It's not something you dream or daydream about. Come on, somebody. There's some things that we've got to quit, and I believe the Holy Ghost wants, us, wants to help us quit those things tonight. If you believe that, clap your hands and give God a great shout of praise. Come on, shout one more time to him. You can be seated. This was born in a very sober moment. The inception of a lot of what I will share with you tonight started began with two questions. Um, And I would like tonight to begin with one of those as a launching pad. I want to ask this meeting, every invaluable saint that sits here, every priceless young person, every important preacher and preacher's wife, Every critical elder that's in this house. I want to ask you this question. How is your insight? Now, if you will give me the poetic liberty, so to speak, I want to spin this. I know when you think of the word insight, typically... It is used in our day-to-day language as someone someone who is insightful, someone who is keen. It's a synonym. Someone who is sagacious or sapient. Those are words that are not used quite as often. But when we talk about insight, we're thinking about someone who is perceptive. I say the word insight tonight, and uh, Bible people, with your with your your thoughts about insight, it is a car that comes to mind. And they were uh, they, they were they were a tribe that 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 had an understanding of the time. I believe this kind of insight is important, but that is not the kind of insight that I want to ask. You about here tonight? I'm I'm here tonight to, to to stir us up about the health of our insight. The insight I'm talking about is this: your insight, how you see yourself. I borrow a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson that sets this up. What lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. There are tasks ahead of some of you. There are failures behind us all. Valleys that we have crossed in our past. And valleys that we will cross in our future. Challenges that we, have both, that we bo- have both succeeded and won in. And challenges that we feel that we have lost in. Challenges that we will face futuristically. But ladies and gentlemen, tonight the real matter lies in what's inside. How is your insight? I want to preach to you about the health of your insight. How do you see yourself here tonight? Are you weak or strong? Little or big? If you turn the mirror on yourself, and we really got transparent, and I hope that's what we do before we're finished here tonight, I want to ask you, do you see yourself as puny or powerful, potent, and productive? How do we see ourselves as apostolics? Are we a problem or the solution? Are you beat down tonight or are you bold? I'm asking about your insight. Your insight. Not, not, I'm, not, I'm not asking about your keenness as far as your, your, your perception or your discretion. I want to know how you see yourself tonight. Are you a wimp or are you wise? Are you a failure or are you a force? You're not going to help me here tonight. Are you fallen or are you fire? I want to ask you about your apostolic lifestyle here tonight. Is it regulations or is it rights? How's your insight? Hallelujah. Are you a mess or a miracle? A mover or a mistake. Capable or incapable. Oh, yeah. wow. Hallelujah. The, the issue lies with inside of us. We have a problem collectively here tonight whether you agree or not. Thank God it's not a drinking problem. Thank God it's not a fornication problem. We don't have a drug problem here tonight. We have a thinking problem. Hallelujah. We need the Holy Ghost to help us tonight. Come on, heal our insight and understand who we really are. Hallelujah. 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 Pardon me if it's tacky and all the redheads forgive me, but I want to know how you see yourself tonight. Are you the redhead? Are you the redheaded stepchild or are you a son of God? Come on, I'm going to preach this tonight. Are you a prisoner or a pioneer? Is this a penalty or a privilege? Are you competent inside or are you incompetent? Are you effective or are you ineffective? Are you powerless? Fruitless or fruitful? Useless or useful? Sufficient or insufficient? I thought I was going to launch from where I was sitting and fly across the building when Brother Booker was finished. And he shouted as only he could shout. And he said, let the weak say that I am strong. I don't care how feeble you feel. You need to leave this building feeling like a force. I don't care how insufficient you feel. You need to leave this million feeling sufficient. How's your insight? Are you dead or deadly? Oh, you're not going to help me. I'm going to dig this up. Are you feeble, frail, or are you a force? Are you worthless, or are you worthwhile? Able or unable? Helpful or helpless? Valueless or valuable? I read several other translations of what Brother Booker quoted, and he quoted that from Joel chapter 3 and verse number 10. I like the way the message translation says it. Turn your shovels into swords. Turn your hoes into spears. Watch. Let the weak one throw out his chest and say, I am tough. I am a fighter. Come on, I need somebody to help me. We've got a problem. Listen to me. We've got a size problem. Hallelujah. It's not the size of your building. It's not the size of your congregation. It's not the size of your choir. It's not the size of your Sunday school on Sunday morning. The size problem is in our mind and in our heart. I've come to make you privy of the fact you're not grasshoppers, you're giant killers. The only reason that we have been referenced as the weirdos across the tracks is because that's where we put ourselves. The devil didn't put us there. Ah, oh, yes, that's right. That's right. Right. Oh, God help me, Brother Townley. I said the devil didn't put us on the other side of the tracks. I'm going to tell you something else. Your city and your community didn't put you on the other side of the tracks. You know why they still look at you and you don't even know that they look at you this way, but you know why? Are you ready? Catch the discrepancy in this. You feel that they look at you a certain way. You feel that they don't want what you have. You feel that they are disinterested. You know where the problem lies? It's not a hunger problem. It's not a revival problem. It's not a Hollywood problem. We have a thinking problem. You're not a chump, you're a champ. You're not a struggler, you're a saint. You're not lacking, home missionary. You are loved. Am I doing okay? Okay. All right. We're about to get to what we're supposed to be quitting. Look, you never say I'm a quitter. The next question is the one that removed me from my chair and put my face in the carpet in my office floor. Then the Spirit, as it does us that recognize its impression its quickening the next question that came was this how long will we stay swallowed up by small mindedness I'm gonna say something right here, and some of you some of you may shake your head and say he is brainwashed. I'm just hoping to brainwash you. What good have we done if we have quit drinking and quit smoking? Come on, and quit running around and quit going to the car. What good have we done if we've quit all of that and we still don't realize that we are potent we are powerful we are a force we are a child of God we are a walking embassy in a dark and lost world Bo, will you stand with me? All right, you, you messed them all up. So if I mess them up, we'll stand together, okay? We've missed, I personally feel like, Oh, let me put it like this. I've missed the entire point of the paracle, parable, Brother Bass, of the prodigal son. Now this parable was Jesus a retort of sorts, a response to the Pharisees, brother Samuel. It was go read. He was he was bouncing the ball back into their courts. Now if I don't know, I mean we 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 we're pretty good at taking certain verses and saying that one's for us, and then taking others and shoving them over somewhere else. So I I. I don't know what you do with all that stuff about Pharisees. Uh, but if we're turning that mirror around, I mean, who, who do you think he put that for in there for anyways? Because the Pharisees, all that stuff about the Pharisees, the Pharisees were the separated ones. And they lived, Brother Burgess, by all of these laws. but yet they were extremely ineffective. They lived by all of these laws, all of these legalities, but they lived way below. Now what's worse, if this, is directed towards the Pharisees. I want to ask you a question. What's worse, the prodigal that leaves home and squanders his inheritance or an elder son that stays home and never realizes who his father is and realizes that everything that his father has is his? No, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. You don't like that. Which is worse? I mean, brother, we can, we can stick our thumbs in our proverbial lapels and jump up on a righteous throne of indignation. Come on. And cast our judgments as to what got them and why they left and how foolish. But God forbid, as we watch the prodigal leave the house, that we stay in the house and never have the revelation that everything that's my daddy's is mine. I'm all about tracking the pathology of the problem. I'm not interested in just treating symptoms and then still having the disease. The problem is the reason we're not living in the blessings and the benefits of our father is it goes back to the relation. There is a relational error. We have messed up. We are erroneous in regards to our relationship. You've gotta really believe you're a son, hallelujah, if you're gonna live in the benefits of the father come on conservative Pentecost are we slaves or are we sons what are you doing brother marks i'm trying to get some of you that walked into this building beat down under the weather feeling like a loser puny weak insufficient indeficient are you hearing me i'm trying to get you to walk back in your city large and in charge i'm god's man i'm god's woman I'm anointed, I'm powerful, I'm called, I'm destined, I'm equipped. (laughs) (sighs) Go there, come here. Come here, Bishop. Come up here with me. That's my friend. I'm going to tell you where this stirred me up. Okay? I just put this. The bass, was just at his place. This is what stirred me up. I'm not taken away from the legacy and what this man's done for God. The same goes for Brother Booker. The same goes for Brother Holmes. Listen, in our minds, these men have something that we don't. And, and and one or two things. Sometimes we we we. <laughs> sometimes that we put them on a pedestal as an act of honor, but sometimes we put them on a pa- pedestal as an act of uh, 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 explaining why we're ineffective. Yeah. Oh, well, that's Brother there, and we expect that out of Brother Gauder, yeah. like he's got a corner on something. Or or Booker's got a corner on something that that Brother Bassett, you and I don't have a corner on. Still to this day, two of the most intimidating, and and just like a light come on. I realize two of the most intimidating figures, and they're not here tonight, and I'd tell them if they were ever in my life that over the years that just continue to be intimidating is, is Brother Ron Garrett and Brother Gary Howard. And I've never been able to understand that. One of them in, in a building is enough. Brother Gooder. you put both of them in the same building, and I'm going. I figured it out. I've always thought, well, maybe they got something that, that, that I don't have or that we don't have. Are you ready? It's really this simple. It dawned on me preaching for him. This is not to lessen what he's done. They don't have more than we have. Catch what I'm fixing to say. They've just done more. No, with what we have. You didn't hear what I just said. No, 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 no. No, no. All of you, all of you with uh uh quitter quitter accounts, no, that's Twitter, praise God. But maybe there is some meaning to that. You 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 should you should you should tweet that because that that's that, that's worthy of you remembering. Listen to what I just said. They don't have more than we have. They've done more with what we have. Well, they've got something we don't have. Yes, somewhere, come on, somewhere along life's journey, they woke up one day, come on, it's not arrogance. Are you hearing me right now? It's not arrogance. Come on, it's a confidence. They woke up one day and realized, come on, I'm a child of God. I'm blood-bought, hallelujah. I'm from a royal priesthood. I'm from a chosen generation. Hallelujah, this man has inspired me. I don't look at people like this, and you shouldn't either. You shouldn't look at them and say, I can't get there. Come on, thank you, brother Godair. Come on, it shouldn't intimidate you. You shouldn't hang your head and feel like a failure. You ought to look at it and say, I got the same daddy he's got. I got the same Holy Ghost he's got. I got the same calling he's got. I've got the same anointing. You can build a church in Durham from the ground up. You can build a church in Portland, Oregon from the ground up. You can build a church in Nevada from the ground up. Come on, i preach it to you right now. We got the same daddy. Yourself up and stir your neighbor up. Come on, I'm gonna quit thinking like a grasshopper, I'm gonna quit thinking small mindedly, I'm gonna quit thinking like an ant, I'm gonna quit thinking ineffectively. I'm a child of God, I'm a child of God, I'm a child, I'm a son, I'm a daughter, I'm destined, I'm purpose. Somebody shout, Yeah, shout, Yes. I can't hear you. You shout yes. <laughs> <laughs> As a man thinketh yeah, that's right. yeah. in his heart. Brother Holmes, don't take this wrong. All the places he could have stuck that church. And I can say this because I'm an Okie and we're right there real close. He stuck it in Arkansas. My God, my God, my God, I I a family in Arkansas. That's where my roots go back to. So I can talk about Arkansas. I think God did it that way on purpose. All of the stigmas and all the way, all the, it's like Arkansas is the butt of every joke. Am I telling the truth? Especially the jokes about people with very few teeth. Arkansas is always the butt of those kind of jokes. And it's like God has a sense of humor and says, oh, yeah? You wouldn't have a problem believing it if I put it in L.A. or Chicago or somewhere where there's lots of money. But I'm going to put it in a, in a poor state. Come on. That shouldn't discourage you. When you drive by there on I-40, that shouldn't make you a failure. You ought to get out next time and just dance. I got the same daddy you got hallelujah, I got access to his purse just like you do. You listen to me? Your ear's open. As long as guys like you, where you're at, keep thinking, ah, it's the Bible bell. And everybody's saved. As long as they keep thinking like that. As a man thinketh. That's going to be the attitude you continue to get. Yes, sir. Right. That's right. I'm going to tell you, you said that about, you said that about the Northwest turning into the New Bible Belt, and I felt some of these old Southerners swell up. <laughs> I hope you did more than blow up like a toad frog. I hope that that issued a challenge in you. Well, it's the, it's the Catholic influence. Ah, blah. Mary couldn't have done anything if the Holy Spirit hadn't overshadowed her. Quit giving so much credit to the Vatican and the Catholics. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit didn't just overshadow you. It's inside of you. It entwells you. something here tonight. Devils don't control what comes in and out. God does not. He, it's like this. I'm 37. I'm very blessed, thankful for it. I, I, I think, thankfully, I hadn't missed, ever missed a bill that I can remember. But if, if I get home tomorrow and my daddy says, hey, I just, I got a, I got a gun in my closet. I'm going to give it to you. Right. Yeah. Guess where I'm going when I leave the airport? I'm going to go get that gun before he changes his mind. Or before one of my other three brothers knows his. They're weighing on it. See, it's simple. You know why? And you do the same thing with your dad. You know why? Because you actually believe he's your dad. And it's like God has got all this stuff. You want a hundred soul revival? It's like God told the elder son, it's been here the whole time. All you would have had to do is ask for it. All you had to do is believe it's yours. How's your insight? You haven't had it yet because you don't believe it's yours yet. Come on. I'm a receiver. You've got to change your perception. I'm not just an asker. I'm a receiver. I'm not just a petitioner. I'm a taker. The devil's not controlling what comes in and out. God's not controlling it either. As a man thinketh, all you Hebrew scholars, go look it up, I'm right. It's a a Hebrew word that's also a word that's used for the man that opens and closes the gate. He's the gatekeeper. The devil doesn't control what comes in and out of your church. It's what you believe right here, Brother Davies. And I know how the Northwest is, and I've been cracking my head against it for eight or nine years now. It's the Northwest, it's rocky foundation. If I had the soil of the South, blah, 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 blah. You've got a daddy that owns a cattle on a thousand hills. You've got a calling, God sent you there. your insight come on how long is the apostolic movement going to be swallowed up in small mindedness it's time for us to start believing for big miracles big offerings big revivals big. quit it quit it quit it quit feeling unprivileged quit it quit feeling like a stepchild you're born again holy ghost feel you're the You can't build a church in Carson City. You're the gatekeeper. And what I deal with is I'm glad to do it, but I come in and I try to drive this stuff back. But it's not going to stay away if you keep going. Oh, it's you. Nobody controls the size of your revival except you. Now, we've all been there. Oh, I've, 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 got, I've, I've gone at least 30 minutes already. I've got to hurry. We've all been there. We've all faced things. That made us feel like grasshoppers. All of us. I can relate to that. In fact, I'll take it a step further. I think God is okay with that. We are human. But I think where God starts having a problem is when we start putting words in the mouth of our enemies. Okay, it's one thing to feel, it's one thing to feel insufficient. But God says, wait a minute. Well, the enemy, well, my city, well, the part of the country I'm from. And then God says, oh, no, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. That's, that's, where'd that come from? Told you that. Come on. Right. Come on, preach. 40 years of wondering and the loss of a generation, and it wasn't because of giants. Stinking thinking. You don't have time. Yeah. No. You do not have time to be hanging out with people. I'm not going anywhere anymore where I I leave and I feel like I feel dirty and I feel like something's been drained off of me. Maybe you've never had anybody like this in your life, but I'm telling you, there's people, there's people, there's people like this. You can actually, and the deal is, is and it all goes back again to a relational problem. We need all these people around us and we need these crowds of friends to give us all this affirmation. And it goes back to the fact that you still don't know you're a son. Because if you know you're a son, I'm going to tell you something right now. One or two good friends is better than a crowd that's going to keep you from going in. I don't have time to hang around people, come on, that are negative, that are pessimistic, that are going to pull me down. I want to be around somebody that says, we can do this. We can do this. We can take it. We can have it. We can overcome it. We can. If you're not a force in your city yet, it's because you hadn't woke up yet and realized you are a force. Thanks for dealing with it today. Because we think this is all about personality or charisma. God help Some of the people that I know personally that are being financially blessed. The most right now. Some of the greatest soul winners I've ever encountered before in my life have not been with people. They have not been people with glitch and flash. Yeah, come, on, come on. It's a shame. And maybe I can let his legend, legend live on. But there's a man, I got the Holy Ghost when this man preached. And, and Brother Booker knows who he is. Leo Upton was an unbelievable missionary for, for many years. was a, powerful. Power. He could not preach himself out of a wet pepper sack. I'm just telling you the truth of it. You heard him once. You heard him. He didn't. He wasn't somebody that looked dapper. He wasn't up on the latest fashions. First impression he made on me was what I would hear every night I'd walk by a pastor's office and what was reverberating in those walls. Six years old, that made an impression on me. And then he walks in there and butchers the King's English, but he gets up there and says, Everybody, and, and you know what kind of church I come from, and I thank God for my raising. It's part of, part of what got me where I'm at. But he walked in there at night, he said, Everybody here that wants the Holy Ghost tonight going to get it. Where we come from. Where. <laughs> And I'm, I'm, I'm six years old, but I'm at six. I'm not smart, but I've been around long enough to know, buddy. <laughs> That's a tall statement you just made. Yeah. Yeah. And he lined him up across the front. He had, something I, he had something we didn't have. No, 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 no. He didn't have anything you, did, you don't have, already have. He's just, doing, he's, just, he's just doing more with it. And he said, it's going to start down right here. And he said, it's going to go right down the line. Boom, boom, boom. I was number five. Pow, 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 pow. It's insight. It's perception. Come on, people. We're not grasshoppers. I know the adversaries are great. I know the obstacles loom large, come on. I know there's great opposition, but the greatest battles in your brain, and if you can leave here knowing I am fully able, I am well able, I am well able, I'm asking, I don't know where you're at in this building, but I'm asking, I felt it just a second ago. I'm asking you, please don't dismiss this because of my youth. I, I don't know where it's at, but I felt it a minute ago. He, he's young and he's zealous, but he's got a lot to learn. And I'm going to tell you, I do. But that, that's, that's an insult because it's taken me 37 years to get to where I'm at right now. And I'm not gonna keep patty-caking and ever, acting like everything's working. Going through the motions and acting like it's all working. Listen, if it's not working, and it's, it's, it's not working, give me, give me a Bible. It's not working. Where's a Bible? I need a Bible. Give me a Bible. It's not, it's not working. It's not working because, not because this doesn't work. It's not working. Because this is broke. Let me tell you something. Don't ever forget what I'm fixing to tell you. You can't see it with this until you first can see it. told you you couldn't do it who told you you were a grasshopper who told you you were a loser who told you you were poor and pitiful where did that come from that's not what this says this says we can have it this said he'll give it to us beyond what we can think beyond what we can ask according 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 to the power that worketh how is your insight? So I go looking. Let's find this grasshopper business. I'm hurrying to a close. Buxton, come read for me. Here's a Bible right there. I went looking. We're going to find this grasshopper business right there. Joshua 2 and 8. We're fixing to find out where they got told this. If somebody told them, if the enemy said there's a grasshopper, I mean, surely it's in there. We're going to find where this, where the enemy said it. Joshua 2 and 8. Don't look over on them notes. It wouldn't make no sense to you anyways. They <laughs> did <laughs> I hey, ain't much there, Jack. <laughs> Joshua, too. Okay, this is the two spies that brought back the good report. Huh? These are these are good spies. And and, and out of all the people, out of all the people, this is coming from the most debased figure of Jericho society now wait a minute we're grasshoppers right grasshoppers that's what we are we're grasshoppers in our sight and we're grasshoppers in their sight okay well we're fixing the fight we're going to find out is this truth or lie so this is the, the, the hooker now how does brother Prado get by with that and I can't The woman of ill repute. Is that better? Does that make you feel more comfortable? (laughs) She's a prostitute. All right, read. And she came up under them upon the roof. Okay, and and, and here's what she's got to say. Read. And she said unto the men, I know that the Lord hath given you the land. What? You, surely you, you read that again. I know that the Lord has given you the land, and that your terror is falling upon us. Fallen upon who? That doesn't sound like grasshoppers to me. Now here's what I got for you. And I want to finish that this may just blow this place up. Sister Johnette, if the prostitute of Jericho can believe that God has given us the city, how much more should the sons and daughters believe that God has given us the city? To if the most base figure of Jericho society can recognize those people have a God and he is powerful. How much more should apostolics that he died for believe? God is for me. And if God be for me, who can be against me? Come on. If I knock, it'll open. If I ask, I shall receive. If I seek, When are we going to wake up and realize we are the most powerful entity on the face of the earth? We are. We're not a part of it. We are it. We're not a part of it. We are it. Read, reader. Now let's say. Wait, up. you skipped some good stuff. And your yeah, read. And the how many? How many of the inhabitants? How many inhabitants? Some of them, the weirdos, the weak ones, the broke ones, the poor ones, the halfway houses, the drug addicts. Nobody wants anything from us unless they're broke. That's garbage. All the inhabitants. All the inhabitants. I feel you. Well, this is later on. You don't think I know there's that kind of people in this place and I don't come prepared for you? Well, you know, that's not going on at the time. That okay, I got, I got something for you too. Open your mouth. I'm fixing to stick it in. Come on, it's a spoonful. So get ready. Read, reader. Now the land shall faint because of you. Read, ten. For we have heard. How the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea. Uh-oh. Lord. Whoa, no, whoa, 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 uh-oh. Somebody's argument just got blown to smithereens. Yeah. Come on! Yeah. They heard rumblings when those three million people come on, headed out of Egypt. Come on, something started rumbling through the land. <laughs> Here comes a force. Here comes an army. before at least 40 years before you're waiting on the devil to be convinced and if you could hear him in secret he said I've been convinced before you got here trying to convince the devil come on you're trying to convince the devil that you deserve revival in your city and the devil's like i don't care you're confused i was convinced i was convinced god had given you the revival before you got here but as long as you keep thinking as a man think i'm a walking revival i'm a walking miracle i'm a walking i'm a walking miracle waiting to happen These guys with no flash or zip or charisma that are these great soul winners you know why they're winning souls they leave the house brother holland and they believe inside i'm not just dealing with someone at the office i'm not just a parishioner at the local breakfast nook i am somebody's walking solution As long as we walk around feeling like nobody wants what we have, nobody's going to want what we have. But when we get up and we brush our pearls and we put on our best and we go to work with the attitude, everybody wants what I've got. Everybody. 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 doing okay? I can still come back to Durham? Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Just making sure. Read. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you. When ye came out of Egypt, and what ye did unto the two kings of the Amorites. Grasshoppers. That were on the Grasshoppers, yeah, right. On the other side, read. Yeah. 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 Now watch, watch what Rahab has noted in her mind. Look, that's Jericho over there. Jericho, real, Rahab, and Jericho realize. This is where they started. That's where they're trying to get. Well, no no, Rahab had already marked in her mind, God did it here. God did it here. God did it here. God did it here. God <laughs> You know what? You know what Jericho realized? Jericho realized, come on, we're next. We're the next chapter. We're next in path. Come on, folks. The devil realizes he's gotta go. He's next to go. He's gotta pack his bags. He's gotta leave the city. I'm not a a grasshopper. I'm a giant killer. I'm not a grasshopper. I'm a giant, I'm not faithful. I'm not feeble. I'm feared. I'm going to prophesy to somebody right now. And I'm looking for somebody to be honest enough to say that's me. You know when you're going to sleep? I'm talking to all the floor walkers right now. That have been walking the floors at night, pulling your hair out. You know when you're gonna sleep? When you realize in here that he can't sleep. Right. 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 Oh, no, you missed it. Why are the feared the fearful? Yeah. Come on. Come on. Why are the dreaded Dreadful. Come on, oh man oh of God. Ain't no sense in him staying up and you too. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. 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 No, 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 no. Because see, I've lived my whole life raising the church, thinking that that, that, that it's these poor little children of Israel. Couldn't talk. Seven miles around that wall. 42 miles in six days. Jericho people. What would you call those? Jerichoites? Jerichoans? What do you call them, Brother Bo? Yeah. (laughs) Jerichoites or something. In my mind, I thought, they're up there running chariot races on top of the wall. Jer- people from Jericho—it's th- th- a mentality. It's men and mentalities. That's where we're losing. And in my mind, I thought—I thought all these years that Jericho was taunting them over the wall. What are you? What are you bunch of ragtag? Yeah, come on That's, so That's so good. Come on now. Can't worship idols. Can't whore around with people that do. Can't eat this meat, can't do this on a certain day, can't wear this, can't cut this. I've always thought the people from Jericho looking over that wall, taunting them, what in the world are y'all doing down there clapping your hands? What in the world are y'all doing down there knocking on doors? What in the world are you guys doing? Who's ever heard of a six-month revival? What are y'all giving $50,000 offerings for? Why are you going to a city that there's never been an apostolic church? That's not what Jericho's doing. Jericho is in a closet somewhere going, oh my God, oh my God, they're coming, they're coming, They're they're coming, oh my God, they're coming, oh my God, they're coming, oh my God. They're preaching. They're praying. They're praising. They're working. They're teaching by. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, oh, <sighs> <sighs> oh Platinum, if Jericho can recognize that God always takes care of what's next. Not their God. Can you get that? Not your head if you get that. Not their God. Our God. They recognize our God always takes care of what's next. Why? why can't we believe that no no if the people inside the wall People will never do that or people will never sacrifice like that or people will never work like that. Let me tell you something. The reason they keep their mouth shut like that for all those all those miles and all those days, come on, the reason they kept working, the reason after that seventh time on the seventh day that they'd go bananas and scream and shout and blow the, blow the trumpets, I'll tell you what, it'll blow your mind what you can get people to do if they ever see it in here. Oh, okay, hi I please, young people, please. We don't have time. We don't have enough room, sister Watkins, for another generation to just tread water. It, this is probably not the place for it, but I, I, love, I love you, Sister Watkins. And, and I, I've i asked God a million times why he took Cardi. And, and I was listening to him preach the other day, and I know why. I heard him say out of his own mouth, God, if it just gets so bad. The people just don't believe what I'm preaching here tonight. He said, I'd rather you take me than just let me live to see it. I, I, something with that resonated with me. I, the way we live is, is not a justification or a right. Or I, I, I just. If we raise another generation that's just all about the, the don'ts and nobody talks about the do's. You know, I, I hope I'm to the place I don't have to preface anything anymore. I, I've lost friends over this. I, 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 I'm not, I don't have the breath for the burdens to keep explaining that i I die for this message but we don't have time for another generation to think that all this is is about the shall nots. And we're, you're, you're not, you're not just the weirdos that, that, that don't wear jewelry and don't wear makeup and don't cut your hair and don't wear a goatee and you don't wear revealing clothing and you don't go to ball games and you don't watch movies. That's not just who we are. That's part of our apostolic identity, but that's not in its, it, it in its totality. We don't have time for another generation. Come on, to lose another generation that just feels like we're just here treading waters. Let me tell you something. You may not believe, I don't have time to preach it. You may not believe me, but if Simon Peter could trade places with you young people, he would. I didn't, thank you, Brother Booker. I didn't give very many amens. I think some of the prophets of old, if Moses could trade places with you, come on, I think he would. If Elisha would trade places with you, young person, see, see, I'm dealing with insight. Because you think you're just this little poor Pentecostal that can't do this and can't. Let me tell you what you can do. You can lay your hands on the sick and the sick can recover. You can cast out devils. You can be a part of saving somebody from suicide, helping put a marriage back together, helping somebody find God, helping somebody receive the Holy Ghost. There's a lot of cans. Joshua six and one. I'm done. Read. Now Jericho was strictly shut up because of the children of Israel. Come on, come on. None went yes. out and none came in. Oh <laughs> Jericho. You know what they're saying. That's. Why we built the walls. (laughs) That's why we put walls up. Why they put the walls up. If the devil's fighting, you know why he's fighting? He's fighting because he's not fighting because he believes you're a grasshopper. He's fighting because he knows who your daddy is. He knows your potential. He knows your anointing. He knows... Come on, Jordan, whoever, whoever's doing this up here. Come on. Prado, I think you're the man for the Bay Area. And the reason I think you're a man, the man for it, is because you're audacious. And I think, I think you're the man for it because God drew you out of it. And that's, re- that's the reason it's so revelatory when he preaches. It's because he came out of that garbage. And what you feel emanating from him is the Holy Ghost trying to convince us that there's thousand, there are thousands more of Ari Prados that are waiting on us. They're waiting on us. You know how much longer liberals and the LGBT and all the other letters they put on there now, community, you know how much you know you know how much longer they're gonna have control and influence on the West Coast? As long as we believe it. I'm not at liberty to say. Social social media will do its job, (laughs) but I've gotten phone calls this week that if God allows me, don't tell me they don't want what we have. No, listen listen to me, and I'm going to go, and I know ahead of time I'll be excoriated and I'll be criticized. You can take it as arrogance if you want. I think we're way out of balance and it's not that way. (laughs) We're not out of balance towards the direction of being arrogant. (laughs) We're on that ant side of the the balance. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But unless God changes my mind or my elders say otherwise. Not arrogantly. But I'm going to go. Well, Brother Marks, it's just three services or it's just (laughs) and that's what with this man is what his problem was is I was brainwashed because I believe God could do so much in one service well I wish we all would become that brainwashed hey if you're gonna go build if you're gonna go build a home missionary church I want you to believe God's going to give you a building and another building and another building. Brother Holmes, an African impala can jump 13 feet from his flat feet but the zoo keeps them in a four-foot enclosure. You know why? All that potential, all those abilities. If the Impala can't see where he's going to land, he won't jump. So they build the fence just high enough that he can't see the ground on the other side. And we are so consumed with the landing. We don't believe in our potential enough to leap. No, no. And let God... They've done tests, psych tests. I read about it. Interesting. They take a dog that's hungry and put him on a chain, and they put a piece of meat just out of his reach. And the first four or five times, he'd run all the way to the end of that chain and almost jerk his neck off trying to get to that bloody meat. Didn't get there. Didn't get there. Didn't get there. They take the chain off of the emaciated, bone-showing, hungry dog and put the meat right in front of him. (laughs) And he sits there and looks at it. And we hit the chain so many times. We watched. We preached it, and it didn't happen. We, We prayed, and it didn't come to pass. And I know it how it is. You only take so much whiplash and you're like, okay. And now, now, everything those pioneers preached and prayed and sacrificed, the chain's been cut. And the meat's sitting right before this apostolic church. This end time revival is the meat. And it's, we can smell it. There's drool running out of our out of our jowls. But we've yet to grab it because and we call it a groove. And it's not a groove. It's a rut. And, we, and some of you have done the same thing. So that you just believe I'll never get to meat, And God's saying now, today. Listen. How much more does God have to prove? I, I don't remember who the writer was, but he's he's scholarly and he's he's someone with credentials and somebody that's credible. But the Jewish Old Testament scholar, the name's slipping my mind. But you got three million people that are thirsty, and Moses strikes a rock twice. This man estimated, in order to quench or satiate the thirst of three million people, it would have taken at least. 11 million gallons of water. Ten different plagues. Bloody water. Frogs. Red Seas opening. Egyptians drowning in the Red Sea. Manna. Quail. Water coming out of A rock. 11 million gallons roll across their feet just so they can have a drink. And you still believe you're a grasshopper. Angels. (laughs) Sacrifices being consumed by fire. How many times are we going to flip the cloth? Wet grass, dry cloth. Wet cloth, dry grass. Get in your problems, not many a nights. Your problem, your problems, not a famine. Your problems, not that you're inside of a wine press threshing out wheat. Listen, please, I'm closing, but you got to hear what I'm fixing to say. Your problem, your problem. Is your mentality. Saul said, I'm from the, the least of the tribes. So much so that he was hid among the stuff. Wasn't the size of the tribe. It was the father of the tribe. And the father of the tribe was Benjamin, which was son of my right hand, which is always a type of power. But it was, it was a mentality. And Saul's all, he, he's overcompensating his entire tenure for, for these insecurities that... Now here's the cool thing. Brother Bo's one of the, the men, I, I, I just, I love the fact that he he'll bounce stuff back to me later after I preach, but from my research and checking around, 11 of the 12 disciples came from the tribe of Benjamin. The Apostle Paul, if you track it back, came from the tribe of Benjamin. It gives me hope that hopefully generation after generation after generation, somebody wakes up and realizes it's not the size of the tribe. And you got Saul in the Old Testament. Oh, I got to read this. Saul in the Old Testament saying, I'm from the least of the tribes. Right? Right? And you got Saul who becomes Paul in the New Testament saying, Who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time, whereunto I am ordained a preacher and an apostle. I am an apostle. I am a teacher. He goes on, come on, I'm talking about the Apostle Paul. Come on, we can get this. Ephesians 6 and 20, for which I am. For which I am an ambassador. And you go from a man who self-destructs and it all goes back to his self-thinking. One of the greatest Old Testament tragedies of a king but then 11 out of the 12 disciples and then Paul and Paul turns the world upside down he's a writer of almost two-thirds of the New Testament. Anybody want to take a stab at who the disciple was that wasn't from the tribe of Benjamin? Judas. And I don't have time, but trust me, it's a mentality. It's a mentality. It's mentality. I'm not the king I'm not the king but I'm not the pauper I'm somewhere right there in the middle I'm a king's son how's your insight God deliver us from small minded thinking if all you ever see yourself is running 50 people, that's all you're ever going to run. All right, I'm going to do, do what I see. i see praying, okay? I, I actually seen it when you had these old missionaries up here. How many were up here, 10? 13. I need 13 chairs. Ushers, cadets, help me. 13 chairs, I want them right here. Y'all might want to back up. Or move over. Now, if I could have every pastor up here, I would. And, and we may trade spots here in a minute. Saying to God, I need you right now because this is not just about the mentality of your leaders. You, it's this about you too. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm a quitter. I'm going to quit thinking like a grasshopper. now here's what i want i'm not gonna make you do it if you're not comfortable you don't want to do it it's fine i want those 13 home missionaries or how many ever are willing or wanting. and if you don't feel it don't do it i because mean, i want you to feel it i want you to come set. I, w- I want the man to set in this in these chairs get them where they can totally line up across you you get ready because you're going to be a part of this I want the man to sit in the chair and I want his wife to stand behind him. Jesse, where's your wife? Uh, uh, They're ready. This is, are you willing? Thank you for last night. Get in there close. It ain't gonna hurt you. Aaron, if there's an empty seat, come here. Give me an, I need one more chair. Aaron, come here. Stick, I need one more chair right here by Brother Haddon, please. It's just what, boom, just what hit me. Praying, okay? Watching you guys stand up here. Now, don't think I'm just talking to them. I'm talking to everybody because when they do what they're fixing to do, something's going to break in this house and it's going to break across this congregation all the the way to that back wall. I believe miracles are fixing to happen instantaneously. Just boom, just like that right there. I think there are things that God, you got to see it though. To see it here, you got to see it here. Everywhere you go in that town, you gotta go, You got to walk believing I'm a walking embassy. You know what an embassy is? It may, o- it may only be a six-by-six six square. But as a U.S. citizen, <laughs> I can be in a strange country. But if I can get in that little six-by-six six square, that embassy... I am no longer as a U.S. citizen susceptible to the traditions, the laws. You got to get up and get ready and you walk into your city. I'm a walking embassy and the people around me, I'm a strong tower that they can run into and no, no, and no longer be under the rule of the laws and the ways of this world. You've got it. I'm going to do everything in my power as long as God will give me the strength to goad, poke, prod, chasten, encourage, scream, stand on my head, maybe, with my hair on fire. You've got the potential to leap 13 feet. Don't go home and live behind a four foot fence Kelly Holland don't do it brother Townley don't do it don't, I, I don't know I, I just feel like I, 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 you, we get in our head where all the limitations at I'll tell you where the limitations are at they're not everywhere we've pointed our fingers The limitations and so we are in Their side. You know why it took somebody like Rick Mayo? Because respectfully, he doesn't care. I doubt he's lost very much sleep over what you think or don't think. And he had some big critics. And I'm going to tell you right now, I just feel in my spirit he had some people that if he'd have let it, things that were said and things that got back through the grapevine, that he was just setting himself up for failure. I mean, it doesn't look like a grasshopper to me. Doesn't look doesn't look little to me. It looks pretty big. He dreams it. You know why they're a good team? He dreams it. And then she tries to figure out a way to pay for it. Brother, I've watched it. It's, it humors me as much as anything I've ever seen. When he gets up here and starts. We're gonna, we're gonna take that. And, and I mean, he hadn't taken that building. And he's taking the one across the highway. And she's going. Ah. I'm trying to help them. This is a compliment. He's a freak. And bef- hey, that's the biggest compliment I could pay him. If you're going to have revival, you're going to have to be a freak. You're gonna have to be radical. You're gonna... (laughs) It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what your family says. It doesn't matter what your colleagues say. It doesn't matter what the devil says. It doesn't matter what your critics say. Are you hearing me? As long as the voice on the inside, come on, is screaming, I can, I can, I can, I will, I can, I will, I can, I will, I can, I will, I am able, we are well able. Well able, well able. Shake somebody. Well able, well able, well able, well able. All right. Sit back down. Here's what we're going to do. They're going to jump up when I give them the signal. And when they jump up... When you stand erect, when you pop up out of that chair, I want you to believe that from this moment, (laughs) everything's fixing to start turning to your favor. Listen. Here's your part. When they hit their feet, I want to set a record tonight of the loudest, most sustained shout of any service I've been in. When they hit their feet, I'm telling you, deliverances, things are fixing to happen all across this building. Listen, when they hit their feet, I want you to shout. You're not a grasshopper. I don't know if you've ever done this but I four or five times I don't know what even caused me to do it praying I've been praying and and I've thought to myself what kind of revival is brother Bo going to have if God decides to give him the kind of revival and a payback that he's produced for many many years in churches all across America no no Okay, Brother Bo. Okay, maybe not all of it. What would even half of that look like? Listen, I'm sorry. Maybe you're going to think I've been brainwashed. I have been. Amazon doesn't own Seattle. You hear me? Starbucks doesn't own Seattle. Just half of it. If he just gave you the half, just half of the souls that you prayed through in churches all across America. Uh-oh. Whoa. Brace yourself, plant me What's that revival in Italy going to look like? No, no, no. no. I seen it when I was there in the spirit. I don't know what year it was. I don't know what it was. But I seen a storm, a spiritual storm hit hit Sicily. And it sent people scattering in a thousand directions. And those people are crying out for a shepherd. Listen to me. What's that revival gonna look like when your feet hit the terra firma? Are you ready? Are y'all ready? Do you believe God can turn it around? For God to turn it around, it's got to turn around in here. Are you ready? Are you ready? Here we go. I'm ready when you are. Let's go. When you stand, I want you to believe. Come on, when I get to three, I want you to just jump up and I want you to begin to praise God and believe. Are you ready? One, two, three. Come on, stand up. Yeah.